What's up, everybody? Welcome back to week number three of uh, the podcast we call Death to Self. Uh, again, my name is Dennis. I'm Paul. Uh, we just want to get into uh, another topic. Um, today's topic is going to be called uh, Proof of Life. Um, yeah, you know, it's just kind of reviewing of, you know, the foundation. We're talking about why the gospel was important, what's the, the big issue with sin. Um, and now we want to roll into, we ended off with the invitation of Christ. So now we just want to kind of continue to roll into that. So now we're just going to talk about what it means to have the proof of life that you have, that salvation that's talked about in the Bible. Right. Right. Because it's a timeline, you know, um, this whole Christian walk and this whole Christian understanding and the process of coming to Jesus is, is a timeline. You know, um, we have, uh, uh, Started with the, the knowledge. I have to truly understand um, what the good news is, understand what the gospel is. We have to understand ourselves, understand God. Once we have that understanding, then it's, okay, how do we respond to that? Um, which is kind of what we talked about at the end of last week is our response to that, you know, the confessing and the believing. Um, and now we have, okay, after that, what's next, right? And a lot of times in, in the world we live in now, at least in my life, uh, I can speak for is we have uh, uh, the idea that, you know, we're, we're a Christian or we're followers of Christ, that we have that relationship with Christ, but how do we know? You know, oftentimes um, there's doubt in our minds or we deal with things in life and we're like, okay, am I really saved? Do I really have, is God really with me? Um, and so that's what we want to talk about this episode is that timeline. And I feel like that's, that's, a, that's a common question that's asked. Um, when you're going through a, a hard point in your life, it's mm -hmm. just like, God, are you really with me? Right, exactly. You know? So, um, And one of the key things is you have to understand what happens when you become, when you accept Christ, right? When you accept Christ, your Lord and Savior, um, it's not just an accessory to life. It's not like, okay, um, you know, now I have God on my side. He's another, he's another, you know, necklace I put on or another, another accessory I have in my pocket or something, a part of my, my everyday carry. Like, no, when you have Christ, when you go through that process of, of confession and, um, believing and turning away from your sins, um, you know, it's, you become a new creature, right? Your, 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 your heart of stone has been replaced with the heart of flesh. You're no longer the same person anymore. You know, it's kind of like a, a butterfly, uh, a caterpillar to a cocoon, you know, uh, once a caterpillar, comes out of a cocoon he's no longer a caterpillar he's now a butterfly right. and it's the same thing that once we um have that relationship with christ and we start walking with him we're no longer the same old creature we are it's a completely different new spirit and, and soul in you um and so that's important to, to understand and that new spirit is going to have um outward uh effects right we'll be able to see different things um so like in your life then it's like you um I'm sure that you've, you, you've, you know, experienced different things as far as the outward uh, uh, changes in your life since you've accepted Christ, right? So tell me a little bit about, like, how, how what that looks like in your life. <laughs> so the, the biggest one for me is conviction. Um, and I remember one time uh, <laughs> we, we had talked about it where I had, you know, did something that I knew I shouldn't have been doing. Mm. And, you know, like I, I immediately felt convicted about it. Yeah. So that's that's how I know that. You know, like the Holy Spirit is working on me. Um, not, I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. But it's just like you have, you have a sense. It's, it's a feeling that you have when you know that you're doing something that's opposed to God. 
Right. So, and I mean, like, even recently with the, um, when I called you about going to the liquor store or not, mm. I mean, of course, it's not, it's not considered a sin to drink, but I just felt like God was like, you know, I need you to financially get better with your money. Mm. So, I'm literally passing two, three liquor stores, and then, you know, I called you like, hey, bro, <laughs> like, <laughs> I need you to, that taught me not, out of not going to get this bottle. Right. You know, and it's just like, I would have felt so convicted if I went and did that when I know that guy was saying that, hey, you know, I know I need you to work on your finances. Right. So hey, just, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'm, I'm glad you said that because honestly, oftentimes we think about guidance of the Holy Spirit. We think about simple things as in like right or wrong, sin or not sin. Right. You know, but it's more than just the Holy Spirit saying like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this sin. You shouldn't do that sin. Or when you do those sins, he makes you, you know, you feel, you feel convicted about it. It's not just that. It's also just everyday guidance throughout life. Should you talk to that person? Should you not talk to that person? Should you walk up to that person and, and spread the gospel at this moment in time? Or should you, you know, I don't think the Holy Spirit ever tell you not to do that. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, who, I mean it's, it's, it's the right time and place to do so. So right, you, you right. might want to do it on a particular day, but God's like, nah, wait. Exactly. You know, yeah. so it's not just, like I said, a, a right and wrong issue. It's a guidance because God sees and knows all. We can only see and know what, what we have in our perspective. So when you accept Christ and you start walking in, 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 in his path, then what you'll see is he'll start guiding guiding your steps. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean on to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And that's exactly what we see when we have the Holy Spirit living with us as a response to um, the call of salvation. So and um, it's, that's it's, cool. It's, it's so subtle, though. Um, the way that God speaks, mm. you know, we're looking for the, you know, the the bright lights, the, you know, God coming into your dream. That's me, dog. Hello, my son, <laughs> I need you to do this, that, and the third. Like, <laughs> like nah, that's, I'm going to speak on me. Like, God's never yeah. came to me like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he has, but me personally, like, God doesn't come to me like that. Yeah. You know, and then, like, uh, I went to service um, last Sunday, and a preacher was saying that um, he was at a downtime in his life. Um, you know, he had, I believe he said he had two kids, uh, him and his wife was just like trying to keep the lights on. Mm. And then he was pacing around the room and was just like, guys, you know, I feel like, you know, like you've abandoned me. Like, tell me what it is that I need to do. And then pacing around, his wife says, you have a sticker on your shoe. So he picked up his shoe and on there it said, keep going. So it's just little, little subtle things that God puts out there that we can overlook so easily. Right. And it's just, it's always so subtle. Like, you really have to be like, oh, okay, like, that's that's really God, like, talking to me. Mm. Like, how, who, why would you be walking around with a sticker on your shoe? Just so happen to be walking around with a sticker on your shoe that say, keep going. Right. After you ask God, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? Right. And I think the closer we walk with him and the more we we, we, we built our relationship with him with, with prayer and things like that, I think the easier it is to hear his voice. Right. You know, the easier it is to notice those those cues or those people or those things or those stickers that he's sending in your life. Um, like, I can't. Yeah. I can tell. So again, like speaking on my my personal um, experiences, like I can tell when it's I'm closer to God because it's like when I read the Bible, like I'm more tuned in. Um, when I feel like I'm in a better spot in my faith walk, but when I'm not doing as well as I feel like I need to do, like I get distracted when I read the Word. Like I'm right. dozing off when I'm reading the Word. You know, it's just I feel like a, a sense of disconnect from God. Mm. So. I mean, I know he's always there, but just, again, just speaking for me um, personally, you know, it's like I can tell when, you know, God is closer. Right. So. Yeah. And, and now nah, for me too, man, it's, it's the exact same thing. When I walk um, closer to him, 
I hear his voice. I mean, right. just think of it. Let's, let's do a physical analogy, right? If you and I walking down the street and we standing right beside each other and we're talking, I can hear you, right? Mm. If I'm walking on the other side of the street, I'm gonna have a little bit harder, harder time hearing you. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not even on the same street as you and you're yelling, I I can barely hear you. And the right. same thing, the closer you walk to God, um, the more you, he, you can hear him. So, um, you know, we really, really understanding that you know, first and foremost, it's the 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 your spirit, who you are, is no longer the same when you accept Christ. And then two, because of that Holy Spirit is placed within you, He's going to convict you. He's going to guide you, which we're talking about. He's going to guide you into you know um, your everyday affairs. You know, you listen to Him in, in everyday the affairs. Conviction is real, bro. Man, the convict the, the conviction <laughs> is real. I just be like, ah, <laughs> right. You but know. that's 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 a good thing though. Like that's that's what you want. Like right. you wanna you wanna feel con- convicted. You're not condemned. You're convicted. Right, and the crazy thing is, I can I can remember conversations where I'll call you or you call me, and we're like, "Hey, man, I feel convicted about this or convicted about that." And you know, I remember times we say, "Well, that's proof. That is proof that you have the Holy Spirit in you." Because, like I said, if we didn't have that new, we didn't have that new life, we didn't have that new nature, and we were out here sinning, we wouldn't feel anything. We'd be we'd be okay because our old nature, our old nature loved the sin that we were in. So the only reason that you're even feeling bad about it is because that's that Holy Spirit within you saying, like, you know what, that that shouldn't, shouldn't, you know, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, the, the world calls it a conscience. You know, the world says, oh, you're conscious, you're conscious, you're conscious. It's the Holy Spirit. Or that's that, what that's what it is. That feeling, you just get that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, man, yeah. I, 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 it's, it's I shouldn't more, have did it's that. more than that. <laughs> you know, um, so, you know, diving into a little bit of scripture, like Ezekiel 36, uh, verse 25 through 27 says, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put in a new spirit. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and careful to keep my laws. Right. And then I can even put in John 14, 26 with that. So John 14, 26 reads, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Right, right. So that just that just goes to show, like, the Holy Spirit is capable. It's, it's nothing that the Holy Spirit can't do. Right. And the first part of that is the conviction, the the the, the guidance, right? Um, but the result of that, I guess the 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 Bible, you know, fruit. You hear fruit all the time. The yeah. fruit of that is, you know, if the Holy Spirit's in you and the Holy Spirit's guiding you to do right things or convicting you when you do wrong things, as a result as a result of that you're going to produce good fruit, you know, good works. You know, the works don't save you. Right. The works are the result of that salvation and the Holy Spirit being inside you. And so that's a really, really hard thing for a lot of people to, to grasp, um, both Christian and, and non-Christian. I've had conversations with, um, with people who are Christians who've said, you know, well, you know, faith without works is dead. So if you don't do the works, then your faith is dead. I'm like, well, no, that's not necessarily the case. It's, you have your faith, and as a result of truly having that faith and that new spirit in you, good works, good fruit should be the should be the response of it. Should be the the, the outcome. Right. You know, A plus B equals C, not A plus C equals B. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. You know, the the, right. the works and the and the fruit are the 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 consequence and the result of that. Um, and so that's that whole the, the the effects and that proof of life, right? So, like I said, the first thing should be should be the guidance, the the conviction. Is the Holy Spirit, do you feel the Holy Spirit within you leading and guiding you? And as a result, can people see the the work of the Holy Spirit through the things that you produce? You know, um, 
And and that's something that we really gotta really gotta focus on a lot. Does when people look at me, do they see me? Do they see Paul? Or when people look at me, do they say, or do they see Christ? All right. You know, if they see me, then I'm doing something wrong. All right. You know. And that's that was a uh, my pastor had preached on this. Shout out to my pastor, Pastor Mo, uh, Mount West Church. Um, but he he talked about it, and it it just it just been sticking with me ever since he said it that. Uh, People might not physically pick up a Bible and read it, but you're you're their closest representation of who God is. Right. So, like you said, when people look at you, do they see you or do they see God? Right. Um, you know, it's hard to pick up the Bible and read it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it can be discouraging at times. So it's just like if somebody can look at me and see God through me, like that's what I want. Right. Like it doesn't matter who I am. It's about who God is in me. Exactly. I mean, you no, know, and, and the Bible talks about, I know for us, especially like me personally, I can speak for, and like, I've been walking with the Lord for a long time. I got, I, I um, had the, 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 the opportunity and the privilege and the blessing to be born in a Christian house. And I don't use that word Christian lightly, like a, a house where, where the gospel was taught. And so I, I accepted Christ at a very young age because it was part of who, what was ingrained in me. Um, and so I've been walking with Christ for a long time and, you know, over 20 something years. And so throughout my life, there have been times where I've been walking real close with him and I can hear him yeah. and he's guiding my every step. And there's times where I've been, you know, on the other side of the street, the other side of town from him and not even, you know, yeah. he's still there. I know where he is, but I'm the one that's walked away. Right. And, and, you know, I found myself in, in, in a state where it's like when people look at me, they don't see Christ. Right. They don't see you know, I always felt him calling me, no matter how far away I got from him. I heard him calling me, but my actions were were, were kind of sending me down this 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 tunnel, and and I was getting further and further away from him, and it was harder and harder for me to hear his voice. And then, you know, as I as I got mature in my faith, I realized, like I said, he he never left. Yeah. It was me that was leaving him. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like every everything is just so subtle. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the smallest thing that God drops on you. The little nuggets. It's the smallest things. Mm-hmm. Like you. You go to like somebody, a homeless person comes up to you like this. I did this yesterday and I feel bad about it. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> uh, like a guy came up to me and like I didn't know me. If I have like wallet in my cat, um, money in my wallet, I would give it to somebody if they right. come up to the window. But I didn't have any, so you know, like I wasn't even trying to roll the window down. But then I had a crack, so he like stuck the coin through the window. He was like, "Hey, do you see three heads on here?" So the whole time I'm thinking that he wants something from me, right. but he's just trying to ask me a question. Right. So it's just like I felt, I felt convicted with that. You know, like now that I'm thinking about it, how, you know, whenever people are like you're when people come up to you, it's automatically assumed that they want something from you. Right. And that might not be the case. Mm. It might just be a, a simple like the guy like, hey, do you see three heads on this coin? Right. And so. it's, it's little things, little things like that, that that those environments or those situations that we're in, we find ourselves in in the guy and the Holy Spirit used that to kind of, yeah. to, you know, reel us so in and bring yourself or just the little, the little, the little nuggets that God drops out there. Like, yeah. That. And, um, like I was saying before, man, just, just the closer we walk to him, the louder and more clear we hear his voice. The less, honestly, the less subtle those things are, the closer yeah. we are to him, the less subtle those things are. Yeah. Um, we can hear his voice loudly and clearly through all the noise, through all the, 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 the social media influencers and the, the, whatever it is we see on TV his his voice should be louder than all of that. You know, it's crazy, man. I find myself now, you know, I like a lot of shows I, I like to watch or like to watch, right? You know, uh, 
power, uh, uh, BMF, a lot of like those crime gang shows with drugs and stuff like that. Snowfall, one of my was one of my ones I was on. But the, the more and more I get closer to Christ, the more and more even like my taste and attitude toward those things are. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's just entertainment, right? It's not nothing crazy. It's like, what's wrong with Snowfall? I know that it's fiction. I know it's not real. But it's like, am I feeding myself that? And that's another like piece of evidence. Like, yo, I can't even sit down and, and enjoy the same shows anymore. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I, I, I fight it. Sometimes I still be like, I want to watch. <laughs> I want to watch Snowfall, man. I'm trying trying to see what's going on yeah. with that. Or I watch a, a movie where I'm like, I really, sh-, you know, it's not really feeding my spirit. Yeah. And and sure enough, the closer I get to, to God, the more He's like, now you know, now you know, yeah. you ain't supposed to be but watching nah, that's, that. That's the same thing with me. Like I, I literally had to check myself. So you know, I'm I'm a I'm an avid Cowboys fan. So when we recently lost. Um, you know, to the 49ers, like, I, I legit mm. had an attitude. <laughs> you were mad. I legit had an attitude. And then, you know, I had to, I had to think, like, why am I mad about this? Right. Like, it's, it's so much more important than, there's so much more important things that I should be focused on and just, just understanding that God don't really care about that. Right. Like, he don't really care about who wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. You know, he, like, that's, he, that's not something that he's keen on. I'm not saying that he don't care about it, but it's not something that he's keen on. Like, right. Oh, I need I need the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl so all the Cowboys fans can be happy. Like he not that's not what he's he right. worried about. You know, God so, is God is God is worried about his kingdom. Yeah. You know, winning. You know, more exactly. so than anything else. Um and the crazy thing is we talk about walking with Christ and being closer to Christ. Um there's a there's a there's understanding that and walking close with Christ also um can create a sense of of uh a pride. Right. So what I mean by that is you walking with Christ, right? Your relationship with him is strong and, 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 you know, you feel the Holy Spirit leading you and things like that. And so we get to the point oftentimes we feel like I'm good. I'm above the idea of, of even sinning anymore because me and God are so that's, 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 that's my, you know, that's my homie. We're, we're walking through this life together. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'm covered. And as if this world, like we're beyond the world, yeah. you know? So uh, having that, 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 that understanding that, you know, we're still human beings, even after accepting that, even after accepting Christ, um, even after having the Holy Spirit dealing within you, um, you know, no matter how close you are, feel like you are to Christ, you're still susceptible to sin. Right. You know, um, that, that that puts in, in, in perspective or really makes you think about uh, scripture. You know, first John five says, um, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. We confess our sin. He is faithful to forgive our sins um, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. Right. So no matter how close we are to Christ and and no matter how how um, far we move, we have to remember we're still in this fleshly body. Right. We're still even though we're we, we are, are set apart from this world, even though we're 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 no longer of this world, we still have to remember that we're still in this world. And we're all susceptible to, to, to fall short, you know, for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Um, and so we're still susceptible. Like I said, I've been walking with, with, with Christ for, for over 20 years. And it's like, how many times have I sinned in 20 years? How many sins have I found myself like, you know, uh, um, like com, com, uh, repetitively like falling short to, right. you know? So, um, by the grace of God, he's still faithful to forgive me, you know, by the grace of God, uh, uh, you know, uh, the blood of Jesus is enough to, to cover that. But we have to remember that, you know, we don't want to get that holier than thou. And that's a very, very um, real and a very common um, 
complaint I hear from people who are non-believers, right? People who are, are living in the world, people who don't um, uh, uh, subscribe to the Christian faith is a lot of them, you know, have this idea, this mindset that, oh, the, the, you know, Christians believe they're holier than thou and they don't sin because they're walking with God or, or God prevents them from sinning. And, and that can be just as detrimental to spreading the gospel than, you know, sometimes teaching a false gospel, you know, so mm -hmm. um, keeping that in perspective that, you know, walking with God, God is the one that's leading us, but we have to always stay humble. We always have to stay in our place and realize, like, we're still just creatures from the dirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just walking with the holy and purchased and righteous God. Right. And we're made holy by him, not through our own works. Even after accepting Christ, the good things that we do, the good things aren't us doing them on our own. Because right. apart from him, we can do no good. Right. So that's God within us. Yeah. God yeah. within us. So that just goes to, um, you know, just the beginning. Um, I'm going to read from Proverbs 1, 7, where it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So it's just like you have to, it's, it's like a respect thing. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it's more to the fear of God, but the basic premises is like a respect thing. Mm. You know, it's just like you want to respect it. And then I'm going to continue on and now read um, John 14, 15 through 17, because it's like you want to follow God's commands. So if you respect somebody, then if they lay out a foundation of the things that you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do, you're going to try to follow that as much as you can. Yeah. So then John 14, 15 through 17 says, if you love me, keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Man, that, that scripture you just read, um, the verse where it says the world cannot accept him. So it says the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor it knows him, but you know him for he lives within you and will be within. He knows you and will be within you. That right there is, 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 um, it's crazy. There's a scripture. I think it's in second Corinthians. I could be wrong. I think it's in second Corinthians and it says, um, and I don't have it memorized. Like I said, I'm, I'm not a theologian. I'm just a dude with the Bible. But it says, tell me, the, tell me what you remember, bro. The 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 knowledge of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, right? Okay. And it's yep. the same thing. Like the 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 truth of Christ is is sounds like foolishness. If you live in this world and you're unsaved and you hear the gospel, you hear people talk about the gospel, you hear this thing called Christianity. A lot of times, it's gonna sound like foolish, foolishness to them. It's gonna sound like folly because they're perishing. They're on the they're 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 on the road to 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 condemnation and and to 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 death so it's like it sounds it sounds crazy to them think about it man let's, let's just put it in perspective we, we live in 2023 about say 2022 we live in 2023 yeah. and it's america bro yeah. it's crazy if i was to go outside and say you know jesus is lord people look at you like he might be a lord but he's not the lord or if i say you know basic things like you know uh uh, uh there are only two genders or if i say things like you know uh um marriage should be between a husband and a wife those are those are truths that god created the creator of the universe created. It's not my opinion. It's his truth. But even then, just the idea of me saying that sounds like foolishness to the rest of the world. And and it's 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 just so crazy that um this this book, these scriptures were written hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and yet we see it in in live action today. Right. And 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 that's the that's that's it, it just it just brings it just shows to me it adds more validity to the word, it adds more validity to the scripture. Um, because it shows you that this is a living, breathing book, you know. Right. Um, and that just goes back to what my, my favorite scripture was, you know, Second Timothy 3.16, where it talked about, you know, every every scripture is God's breath. Mm, right. 
right? But this whole process we're talking about, the real process, um, the name for it, you know, we want to describe it before we kind of defined it. Um, it with the Holy Spirit coming in you and guiding you and, and slowly but surely um, um, bringing you closer and closer to him is, is sanctification, right? Yeah. Um, I love the definition of sanctification because I heard that word all the time going up at church. Sanctification, sanctification, you hear it. And it's like, all right, well, you know, it's a fancy word, but what does it actually mean? Yeah. The definition of it actually means the action of making or declaring something holy, right? And we know, like Ephesians 2 says, we're saved by grace through faith, not through our own works. So it's nothing that we can do right. to, to, to be sanctified or to be made holy. So it's the Holy Spirit that does the work in us. You know, the Holy Spirit is the one that sanctifies us. Um, and we can't do it ourselves. Um, because if we could do it ourselves, there would be no need for, for the, the sacrifice of, of Jesus Christ. Right. And he didn't die for nothing. <laughs> my, my Jesus didn't die for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... Um, that that process is 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 a process that is is a is it's not instantaneous. It's a, it's a uh, sanctification is a process that goes on throughout our lives. Um, you know, he who started a good work in you will 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 bring it to completion, yeah. um, and that's 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 what we're talking about. Um, so I, I did like a a few questions you could kind of ask yourself to kind of see if you're you have that proof of life that we're trying to right. to, to hit on. Right? Like are there are there a few questions that you can think of that people that might be listening can ask yourself to see if they've, they've grown over the previous years or, you know, just, just what's a way that you can see if other than the, other than the Holy spirit leading you, what's a, what's another question that they can ask themselves? Well, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few like, and, and we need to constantly evaluate ourselves and our walk with Christ. Right. So ask yourself, like, if you've been, you know, a Christian or you've been walking with the Lord for a certain amount of time, ask yourself, am I still in the same spirit? place spiritually as I was five years ago or two years ago, however long it was, is there any growth? Can you see any actual true maturity in your relationship with God? Right. Yeah. You and I've been friends for, for, we need, we need to go back and find that, that, that exact time frame. Yeah, like, man, it's, it's been, it's been <laughs> at least 15 years and it's like, all right, if you and I are friends, right, we have a friendship relationship and we look and we say, all right, you and I, our level of our, our friendship is the same as it was on day one, that'd be a problem. That's like, well, we've been friends. For, we've been friends for fifteen years, and we the same as we were on day one. That's think about think about your relationship with God, or same. any, any person. Like, if, if if my wife and I had the same exact relationship that we had on the first day we met, there's no growth in our relationship, right? right? That I would I would question if that relationship even exists, right? You know, and so that's the same thing we have to question ourselves. If my relationship with God the same as it was five years ago, two years ago, six months ago, whatever. And if the answer is no, or if the answer is yes, and you are in the same exact position that you were, then you really need to start, like, you know, getting in prayer and start, you know, seeking and praying and growing that relationship with them, you know, because every relationship grows over time. You know, I've known Yonathan for over 10 years, and where our relationship's not the same, you know. Um, and so that same thing, that same, that same metric or test should be, you know, applied to, to um, your relationship with God, you know, An another question you can ask yourself is, do you still love the things that you love five years ago or before you had a relationship with Christ? Right. If you, um, um, let's just say something, something that, that affects a lot of men, a lot of men, pornography, right? If you enjoyed pornography prior to knowing Christ, right. And then you create a relationship with Christ and you still love pornography. Now be clear. I'm not saying watch pornography. I'm saying still love pornography. You watch 
pornography on a regular basis, you enjoy it. After you've, you've finished watching pornography, you don't feel any type of conviction. If that hasn't changed, and I would ask myself, like, is the Holy Spirit really, really in me? Because we know the Holy Spirit is what creates a good work in us. Right. You know, you can't, I don't believe, you can be in a relationship with God, grow a relationship with God, and your view and attitude towards sin remain unchanged. There's no, it's, I mean, scripturally, it's impossible to do. Right. You know, because that work is being done with us, within us. Our, our heart of stone has been replaced with a heart of, of flesh. There's no way you can maintain that same relationship with sin after maturing with God. You know, and, and so, um, you know, other questions. Do you still want the same things that you used to want? You know, do you still do the same things that you do? You know, um, those questions constantly checking and asking yourself, um, is there is there any growth? Is there any uh, um, uh, 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 progress toward moving forward with the relationship with God and living a more holy life? Um, and, and, you know, progress report like you in school, you get progress reports throughout school. That's the same way we need to give ourselves spiritual progress reports, because when it's when it's all said and done we're moving toward a goal and that goal should be a relationship with God. You know, after we were talking about the foundation last week, I, um, was having, uh, uh, I realized we didn't even mention really heaven. We didn't talk about heaven in that whole episode. Yeah. And and then I realized that heaven's not the goal. Heaven is, it's, is, it's, is it's so much more to that, right? It's heaven's the, the goal is to have a relationship with God. The goal is to have a relationship with Christ. Heaven is, is, is a, is a, is a, is a, a, a reward for meeting that goal. You know, it's not the goal. It's not the prize. You know, yeah. um, I know I want to go to heaven. I mean, I want to go to hell. I definitely want to go to heaven. But <laughs> my goal was to have a relationship with Christ. Yeah. And it's just like we 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 shortchange ourselves when we're we're like, oh, you know, I just want to do this, that, or the third and get right with God so I can go to heaven. But, you know, the Lord's Prayer says, as earth as it is on heaven. Right. So it's just like God wants to merge the two and give you a little piece of heaven while you're down here on, on earth. as it is in heaven like it's, that's basically saying that heavenly things could trickle down to be earthly give things give us this day our daily bread it will be done on earth as it is in heaven see I, I don't and I mean I, I could be wrong I could be wrong, but that's um, when I when I think about that part as on earth as it as it is in heaven. Like that's that's I what think, I think of. I think specifically, I'm thinking about the Lord's Prayer, right, and putting that in context because we're, we're talking about Jesus giving us examples of how we should pray. Um, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. So the kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I think we're praying that God's will be fulfilled or taken place on earth, not necessarily heavenly things coming down on earth but just as god's will is performed perfectly in heaven i mean yeah, it might not have those things it might not even be things like you said it's, it's god's will yeah god's will God, god's, god's will heavenly be will be done, done to on earth, earth as right. it is in heaven right right so um you know kind of as we as we get you know wrap up this episode i really want to dive um a, a little bit into to one final scripture um before we you know um end in prayer um this this whole proof of life, right? This whole concept. What is the proof of life within you? What is the proof that the Holy Spirit dwells within you? Um, 
it's a, it's a constant evaluation. It's a constant self-evaluation of your relationship with Christ. And if there's no um, prog progression, there's no um, advancement, there's no moving forward, I think you need to reevaluate if you have the Holy Spirit within you. And you, I think you really need to seek prayer and seek the word and dive deeper, which you should be doing either way. Um, but, you know, if you, know, if you listen to or, or read in Philippians um, 1, Paul says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out onto completion until the day of Jesus Christ. If he starts a good work in you, he will finish it. You'll see it. Other people should see it because we'll know them from their fruits. And so the, the, the proof of life, the way you can be sure is, number one, the Holy Spirit is guiding you. Number two, the Holy Spirit is convicting you when you're wrong. And number three, you're living a life that is conducive with a follower of Christ. Like that. And if those three things aren't happening, straight straight into the point. You gotta you gotta re, you gotta reevaluate. Straight into the point. You know. So um, let's go ahead and end this episode um, with 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 the prayer, um, and and you know we'll wrap it up. All right. Rock mm -hmm. paper scissors. I pray. I pray. This time I pray. So we gotta uh, throw the fun. Now nah, we can throw the fun back in next week. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. We can throw it in next week. Go ahead, and right. wrap it up. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this opportunity for us to come together, God, and, and just talk and discuss your word and your will, God. Um, we lift you up with everything that we say, everything that we think, and everything that we do, God, so that you get all praise, all glory, and all honor. Father God, we ask that you you give us assurance of, of your Holy Spirit living within us, God. Let your Holy Spirit lead us, guide us, convict us when we're wrong, God. Let the Holy Spirit... Uh, uh, lead us in our everyday decision making God so that we bring uh, praise glory and honor to your kingdom through our actions on a day to day um, um, uh, through our day to day interactions God we praise you we love you we worship you in the name of your son Jesus Christ we pray amen amen